0: but if kittens played the clock and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today I am absolutely tickled. I am deeply excited to be joined by my friend, Michael Brown! Hello! Glad to be here, Eric. So, Michael, would you mind telling the listeners
1: how we know each other? Uh, Yeah, we do uh, uh, improv together. Uh, We're on an improv team called Lightbulb. We do improv for the... uh... Uh, improv school the world's greatest improv school yep yep so weegis or world's greatest
0: improv school it's an improv school for grown-ups but it's online <laughs> and th- this is our little plug for them uh neither of us work for just we just like Practice doing what we do, a thing that we love. But rarely do I get a full fledged improviser to join me on the show. So we have never heard this question before. Our producer, Miss Lynn, found this question. She told us that it is from a listener named Willow, who lives in Manchester, England. And Willow has actually sent in a lot of questions before. So I'm so happy that we got this one. What if it rained anvils? Bye.
1: <laughs>
0: so what if it rained anvils? Does that make you think of anything? Does
1: anvils raining? Yeah, well, it would be dangerous to go outside when it was raining. Yeah. It would be, um, it would, you know, you would really have to check the weather before you left the house. <laughs> yeah, it could be so dangerous to leave. Yeah.
0: I immediately pictured the, you know, the little like Looney Tunes cartoons where they'd like go out and like hold an umbrella. Oh yeah, holding an umbrella
1: to protect you from the anvil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, of course, uh, not a good
0: idea in real life. Uh, but the other thing is, like, when have you
1: seen an anvil? I don't know, maybe at a renaissance fair or something, where maybe <laughs> yes. a blacksmith has an anvil? Yes, that, that's probably the only
0: time I've seen it. So, so let's find out, what if it rained anvils? One thing about Petey the Pirate you might not know is that he kind of switched up jobs a lot. And today he was interviewing for a very important position at the Smithy. you <laughs> oh, know. Well, uh, hello there, uh, Mr. Smith. I-, I don't know if that's your name. I'm sorry, I'm nervous.
1: No, that's fine. This is a time in the world when somebody's last name really does designate who they are. So yes, my name is Mr. Smith. I am a Smithy. Oh, that's very,
0: very good. So, uh, but I have absolutely uh, zero experience as a smith, (laughs) but I'm exceedingly honest, so there's that.
1: That is wonderful to hear. Honesty is the the most important thing. And blacksmithing? Yeah, you know, it's so easy to sell people a steel that is maybe too cheap, but if you're honest, then people will come back. And I shall remember that if given the chance to be your apprentice, I shall never tell a lie. Right, and we all started somewhere. You know, I'm a Master Smith now, but I i was an apprentice myself one is day. Is
0: that your first name, then?
1: Uh, Mr. Smith now, but when I was Mr. younger, Master was Master Smith. Smith. Yes, Mr. <laughs> Master Smith.
0: Okay, Mr. Master Smith. I see that your anvil is, is quite small. I thought maybe that's because you just hammered very... Tiny objects. Is that, is that just the biggest anvil you can afford?
1: Yes, it's a cost-saving measure. Oh, all right, all right. I'll, I'll give it a try. Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you you've got the job.
0: Wow!
1: Yeah. But we'll do this just for just for fun, I guess we'll say. We also like to have fun around here at this shop.
0: You say we, but it, it does appear to be that you are the only person who, who works here.
1: It is just me. It's me and the anvil. I do talk to the anvil because I do get lonely sometimes here at the shop. Well, hello there, Anvil. And what's your name? Does it talk back? I don't... Does it doesn't talk back. It's oh. just an anvil. I'm sorry.
0: I You know, I come from a world where a lot of things do tend to talk, so I didn't want to make any presumptions. Yeah? No,
1: this this anvil does not talk. I wish it did, because as I said, it gets lonely in the shop. And
0: so it's a very small, non-talking anvil. Yes. Very good one. I will treat it with the utmost respect, no matter what. And so, Mr. Master Smith and Petey the Pirate began working together. It was kind of cramped working conditions as they worked long hours to create all of these different metal tools on such a small anvil. It was then that they were interrupted by their very first customer of the week. Oh, oh customer.
1: A customer's here. <clears throat> uh, tis I... King
2: customer, yes. King customer, uh, uh, my liege. What, what do you need? Well, I have. You haven't noticed my crown is slightly askew. Oh no, it is drastically terrible, and I would like you to construct a new one for me. Obviously, uh, uh, as, of course. Throw this in the trash heap.
1: Absolutely, yes. I, I do. I could recommend. We could, you know, rather than. Building you an entirely new crown, we could we could fix this crown. Fix
2: my crown? That sounds strange. You're saying rather than just throw away a thing that's slightly inconvenient, you could alter it in order to extend its life. Yes, that's, that's what, you know, this is a, this is a very
1: small shop. We, we don't have a lot of things to work with. We, we, uh, we, we, we
0: specialize in, uh, crown repair. It's one of our, uh, best, um, talents.
1: Now, Petey, this would be the first crown that we've worked on. I'm sorry, I was just so desperate for the work. Oh,
2: our king customer always likes a little ramble-damble, j- jazzy-schmazzy, you know what... Uh, we will give you all the ramble-damble, jazzy-schmazzy you want, my liege. Well, then, uh, get to work as... Yes. Oh, thank you, oh, you took it off so gently. Uh, I can tell that with that tiny anvil that you use, that you will be very, very careful indeed. Of course,
1: and you know, I think this is a beautiful crown. Thank you. And we can make it just as good as new, uh, Mister Master Smither. Are you are you lying? I mean, it's rather an audacious crown. Well, I—I don't think I'm
0: lying. I think that it's just that I lied, and then I thought maybe you were exaggerating oh. how beautiful you
2: thought the crown was. And oh. if we both told even the smallest lie, who knows there could be catastrophic consequences. You know that is true. There could be consequences. But... Hey, I don't believe in consequences. I'm King Customer. Everything tends to go my way.
0: And King Customer confidently strode out of the blacksmith's shop and was instantly hit on the head with an anvil.
2: King
1: Customer! King Customer!
2: A very tiny anvil has landed upon my head, and I have grown one of those hill-like protrusions from the top of my head. Oh. Oh, actually, it's rather fashionable, don't you think? I guess so. I, I th- do. We call the head smith the uh,
0: apothecary. <laughs> oh, apothecary! That sounds that sounds a lot more plausible. Yes.
1: Get him some medicine,
2: some kind of uh, uh, ointment or a, no a salve sense. of some kind. I love it. When my new crown is ready, it will sit betwixt this giant hill-like lump on my head that I got from the anvil, and it will keep my crown from falling askew one way or the other. It it's, it will be the next fashion trend, I'll be bound.
1: That's wonderful, my liege. I, I, I need to talk to my, my apprentice about something, Petey.
2: Uh, yes. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. You mentioned consequences for lying. I, I will admit to you now that I think this crown is very... Gaudy, it's a little too much. It's like gems on top of gems. It's like someone glued
0: a gem onto a gem somehow. And I didn't even know that we had glue back back now.
1: Right, now, my question is, an anvil fell on him from the sky that's yeah. just like our anvil here. Uh-huh. A very tiny anvil, mm-hmm. Was I wrong? Let's just take
0: the positives, okay? He's stumbling away. Uh, he seems very, very dizzy, but otherwise okay. And uh, and now we've got a, a second anvil, so we can work twice as fast.
1: I don't know if we should be jumping to the conclusion that lying brought us positive consequences.
0: Miss Consumer, uh, hello.
1: Uh, whoa, 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 hello, hello, Miss 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 Consumer. Please come in.
0: I heard that you are very uh, skillful with crowns and diadems, and tiaras, etc.
1: I have to be honest; I haven't really worked on them before. The, uh, but we do have one customer already, <laughs> so do? I mean, we're we're
0: probably the most experienced on the entire island. And,
1: and King Customer chose to come to us, so. You know, the king has good taste, right? well, in, in... in smiths, maybe.
0: And just then, an anvil fell through the thatched roof of the smithy, and... Oh!
1: My umbrella did
0: very little to protect me from that anvil!
1: I accidentally told another lie! I'm just trying to be nice to people!
0: Never you fear? Now I will be as fashionable as the king! <laughs> Oh, yes. I think that your lump is even longer and finer than the king's. Oh, gosh, I guess I guess that was an exaggeration. Get out! Ah! Ah! The anvil ripped again through their thin roof and bonked Petey on the head. Ow! That legitimately hurts.
1: Petey, I, I want to talk to our original anvil. Oh. Maybe it does have a voice after all.
0: Alright, I'll take Queen Consumer to the apothecary and get checked out myself. Yes, yes. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll be right back. You see
1: if you can get things sorted
2: before anyone else gets brained with an anvil. Mr. Anvil,
1: are you in there?
2: I am simply Anvil. Though my friends call me Ann. Pleasure to meet you, Ann. I'm so sorry I've never tried to talk to you before. No, you've been talking to me quite often. I'm just a solitary type, really. Well oh, that's right. But I... when you started telling all these half truths and mistruths, well I'm afraid you triggered my curse. I
1: see, so when I was when I was lonely because I had no friends, you were listening.
2: And... Objects can be very good listeners, you know. I just got so excited about my business, getting more customers, I... It seems like you have a line down the trail of people wanting to come in and get nice wax on the head to be fashionable. That's not my business. That's not what I got into this for. I, I wanted to make armor and... Perhaps
1: helmets? Oh, if I started making helmets then everybody could get hit in the head by anvils as much as they want.
2: I am perhaps very wise because I speak in a slow, deep voice, and I think that that's a wonderful idea. Thank you, Anne. (sighs) I'm back. But then it turns out now
0: everybody wants us to, to keep telling lies so that they can get hit on the head with anvils.
1: And But I don't know if I want to be responsible for mass noggin trauma. We don't have to be. We can start making helmets. <gasps> and then people can wear them like a crown, but without the gap on the inside of the crown. We must have just invented helmets because I always pictured hats having a hole in the middle. Yeah, these don't. And then things can hit you on the head. And and we don't have to tell mean lies. We can tell fun lies. We can tell stories. Stories. I love
0: telling stories. What an idea. We'll be like the storyteller slash helmet smithies. We will. And I found a bunch of unconscious knights who already got hit on the head because their, because their helmets had big holes in the middle. Oh. So we can start by fixing old things yes. rather
1: than getting rid of them. Yes. What an inferior design these old helmets had. I, I don't know what anybody was thinking. This is much better. This is going to change everything.
0: And so it did. Mr. Mastersmith and Petey the Pirate revolutionized headwear in the Middle Ages. They grew their business as fast as a business could grow back then, which was still pretty slow because there were only like 12 people that lived in their town, but still, it got bigger and bigger. Mr. Master Smith, we're the most successful smithy slash
1: storytellers in all the land and we owe it all to you. Oh, well, thank you. Well, I couldn't have done it without you, Petey.
2: Or without you. And... I was waiting for that. I had another curse ready in case you forgot about the help I'd rendered. We need to talk to you about cursing. You don't need to be throwing so many curses around. This what was going to be where you would slip on a frog every time you left the house. Oh, no!
0: I, I slipped on a frog this morning!
2: That's because you didn't polish me last night. <laughs> the end.
1: Okay, Michael, we did it! Yeah, thank you, Eric. That was a lot of fun. I had so
0: much fun. So, uh, Michael, before we let you go, do you have anything you want to tell the folks at home? Any people you want to give a shout-out to? Anything like that?
1: Uh, Yeah, well, I'll just say that um, I did work in libraries for 10 years. I I don't anymore, but... um... Yeah, libraries are wonderful. Go to your local library and make friends with your librarians. If you if there are books that you like, you know, tell them and they'll help you find similar books that you could read and that you'll like just as much. And then, I mean, even one little way that you, if you're far from a
0: library or it's hard for you to make time to go... There's also apps like Libby where you can uh, use your library card to sign on digitally and download Kindle books and even audiobooks and kids books. I, I'm not working for Libby or advertising for them, but it's a great way in between my library trips to increase circulation for them. So you ac- actually are helping your library.
1: Yeah, and archive.org as well has Ooh. tons of um, library books that you can, um, you know, the you can get an account for free, and you can check out books an hour at a time and recheck them out as much as you.
0: I had no idea.
1: Yeah, it's wonderful, and they have a lot of older books that are out of print or not on. Um, there isn't an ebook version, and you can. Yeah, it's wonderful.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Archive.org. Michael Brown, thank you so much for coming on the show. I had a blast. I hope we meet Mr. Master Smith again or just have you on as another character sometime
1: in the future. Anytime. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Eric.
0: All right, all right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Remember, you can support What If World and get ad-free episodes, bonus episodes every month, and a shout-out on the show by going to patreon.com slash whatifworld. J.F. Cat here to meow out Willa Potter, age 8, from downtown Boston, as well as her sister, Neela. Willa loves riding horses, playing with her two chubby guinea pigs named Guinea and Pig, and writing stories of her own. Then there is Winston, whose favorite character is me, Fred the Dog. Yeah, but he wanted me to give him the meow out. <laughs> oh, fui. Winston just turned five years old. And we all here wish you a happy belated birthday and many more. small shout-out. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Miss Lynn, my producer, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who have ever had to fess up to a little lie. You don't have to watch out for tiny anvils, but that honesty can feel really great. And until we meet again, keep wondering...